0: Poison
1: Rana Hello Hello, hello, hello Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman For Poison Rana You found us on whatever podcast app you are using Or you are watching us Live on youtube.com
0: slash at Poison Rana Pod Hello, hello We should get that on a t-shirt
1: so people remember The slash at T-shirt, huh? Yeah It's funny you say that yeah. Mr. Portman, if that even is your real name. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> someone just got shocked. Yeah. There. Yeah. Someone doesn't know the, the, whole, uh, one of the newer listeners. Right. Wait a second. What shoot name? My no. origin story. Yeah. 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 You'll never know my shoot name. No. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny. You say that, uh, you want something on a t-shirt because a lot of people have been asking us about t-shirts. And I'll say follow this space, young tadpoles. Maybe. Maybe Tuesday night. Hopefully very soon. Within the next week, I think, we should be having
0: an announcement on some new merch. That's
1: right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Poison Rana. Hit that subscribe wherever way you are listening. And uh, thanks for joining us. It's a Sunday. We're live. Uh, we're going to be chatting all about everything going on in the world of wrestling, as long as our internet is uh, working. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> going on. It's it's very strange
0: because when we do these Sunday shows, it's uh, pretty seamless, right? Like, and but Tuesdays, I don't know if Fido are doing like maintenance on Tuesday nights at ten fifteen. <laughs> they're like, huh? Let's let's work out the internet. I I have no idea what's going on. Maybe just our building are all on Fido and they're all streaming on Tuesday nights. And so is our. Sundays, they're I don't know, cooking a roast dinner and watching the football. Uh, I don't know, it's very strange and we we were pretty disappointed with uh, how
1: this Tuesday show went uh, Which I thought was fun, but yeah.
0: apparently you couldn't really hear us
1: Yeah, yeah, I actually like the format of how we kind of were going through different shows And I'm, I'm wondering if we try it again eventually, but maybe perhaps in person But mm. I don't know if that's doable with four people watching two screens, two screens. of two screens. shows at the same time Could definitely get a little hairy, but
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see
1: Speaking of Harry, you got a little beard going. I on. I know,
0: it's it's coming along, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's I needed I need to keep the hair short though on top otherwise right. I do look uh, a Me little too. homeless. Um, <laughs> homeless? Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's it's coming along for for my Halloween yeah. costume.
1: I'm I'm d- debating on like growing out what what I call hair on top for part of my costume. A little bit, yeah. 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 So we're 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 not going to expose what our, we're dressing up as, but if all goes to plan, our costume should be pretty good. Wrestling, wrestling related, yeah. obviously. And, uh, hey, if you're dressing up, uh, we would love to see some of your costumes or, or past costumes, uh, too, of, of anything wrestling related. Always fun to see. Yeah. I see we have Cameron
0: Grimes in the room right now. Sorry. Oh, yes.
1: Uh, that's had a, right. A great costume a couple of years
0: ago for one of our Halloween Havoc, uh, watch alongs.
1: I feel like he, he, yeah, a few times, uh, costume. There's been some good. We haven't done that in, in quite a while where we had the like costume Zoom parties and, mm. and things like that, which was pretty fun. But yeah, any, any wrestling related costumes in the next few weeks. Leading up to Halloween, definitely send on and, and share uh, on social media because we always like to see. We've seen some. I love seeing because it's 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 like going to be Halloween party season and everything too. Like you're going to see wrestling costumes out in the wild. Wrestling has definitely hit that more popularity. Like you see them way more often than I remember seeing them as a kid. Yeah. Uh, just it's just more pop culture. Is every everyone dresses up as weird things mm. they like. So I've seen we've seen so many really great wrestling costumes in public and i'm i'm i know i'm gonna run into a few this year and i'm i'm always excited like i'm sure there's gonna be some bray wyatt's obviously yep. um definitely thought about doing that but i already had my costume mm. so but th- i i it would be i could pull off a good bray i think i, I just want to run into that jedi from kim's convenience again we have to yeah the one who marked out over us he marked out over us this, who,
0: wait was, is that it, is that darby allen is that sting
1: yeah <laughs> And right away, I'm like, yo, wait, that guy's a real... That guy's actually in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And then they were all... Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. So maybe we'll, we'll run into them again. But yeah, we have a few wrestling costumes ready for our mm. our, our night out. But we would love to see yours as well.
0: But uh, hello, everyone, live in the YouTube chat right now. Uh, we are having a little uh issue with getting our super chats back and running but there are other ways you can support you can support us for free by hitting that subscribe button just below uh and uh give us a nice rating on spotify apple wherever you listen to your uh podcasts a five-star rating really does help us with a nice review but also uh you can sign up for just five bucks a month to our patreon
1: Yes, check out our Patreon, especially it's spooky season. If you're into spooky movies and all that, hey, what, what a better time because we do have our Halloween season in full gear going on here with our, our spooky reviews. We did our Mothman prophecies oh, yeah. review. Someone has to connect us with Renee. I know she's reading the book. She right was now. posting about the book, which we talk about oh, on this yeah. review in depth. So possibly got to get Renee on, not to talk about wrestling. Just to talk about the paranormal. Yes. <laughs> Specifically. Yeah. Uh, so we did that review over on our Patreon. Uh, we What else did we do?
0: We just re- released our Friday the 13th review. Uh, oh, we've yeah. already had some feedback. Uh, Jesse from the Six was yes. uh, messaged me saying he was howling laughing.
1: Yes. Our review of we got a few messages. Friday the 13th. I think Dickie said he was on, working on his farm somewhere in Australia saying laughing at us. Nice. Uh, yeah. Friday the 13th, part three in 3d yes the 3d one aka the one where jason jason gets a mask. yeah (laughs) exactly yeah uh what a ridiculous movie and was super fun to chat all about that so that that's out on the patreon this week we had a we released
0: another was next a couple of weeks ago uh, as we we're on the road to arrival that's just a couple of weeks away
1: yeah gearing up in a few weeks uh, possibly possibly November we will be doing a review the first time ever of review of NXT arrival the mm. first ever like you know special on the network so that's something to look forward to over on the patreon uh, in a Possibly a month or so. I think so, maybe
0: yeah. December-ish. we still okay. got like two or three episodes. Right, there, right. But maybe we could do a double episode one sure, week yeah. or something like that. And uh, then we still got a couple more things coming out on the Patreon, like our Antichrist review with the aforementioned Dickie Bird, uh, Lars von Trier. Uh, this is going to be uh, pretty heavy, this film. Uh, and we'll be talking about that this week. And then uh, to coincide with Halloween Havoc, We'll be
1: reviewing Halloween Havoc 1998. Oh, I'm so excited! As voted by you, mm. the, the the fans, the fans. the fans. I'm sure you voted it, for 1998. I did. Yeah. I actually didn't vote. I felt like you abstained. I <laughs> I was torn uh, between ninety was it ninety one and ninety eight. So I just stepped out and let the people do their thing. So nice. I'm happy that it it was selected, but I'm. Yeah, and then we'll have our annual tradition on Halloween. Uh, this year round, we're reviewing Halloween Six:
0: The Curse. Yes. of Michael Myers. This
1: is your warning. Watch this movie in the next little while. Join our movie book club and uh, let's look for our review. I know John Pollock is is definitely looking forward mm. to our review, uh, and our and our uh, family member patron Justin, who j- just picked Escape from New York yeah. simply because uh, Loomis is in it. Oh yeah, and this is the last Loomis Halloween movie. Technically, yeah. I mean, if you're not counting Halloween AI ends, what, yeah. like the new one. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah, this is Halloween Six, aka the one with Paul Rudd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul Rudd making his acting Finally. debut. I feel
0: like every one we've done since, like Halloween, we were like, three, "Yo, Paul Rudd, Rudd like, shows is, up." Is Paul Rudd in the next <laughs> one? Is he in the
1: next one? Yeah, this is young Paul Rudd, like clueless time era, uh, which is crazy. So definitely looking forward to this one. And you know what? If you're into spooky stuff and you haven't checked out our Patreon. Honestly, not to toot our own horn, but we've been doing spooky season for the past few years. Mm-hmm. So there's crazy episodes and po- movie reviews of Exorcist and yeah, all the, sorts of scary movies. These
0: ones are pretty timeless uh, yeah. our horror movie reviews. I did actually go to see uh, the new Exorcist oh, shit. Okay. earlier this week. I've, uh, I've, heard not, I've now heard of lots of not good things. So it's the same team behind the last Halloween trilogy. And, okay. uh, was hoping they'd redeem themselves. Right. They really didn't. Oh, I, I loved the cast. I thought the cast were great. Yeah. Like the acting was pretty strong. Uh, I really liked the first like half hour of the film kind of setting up until we get to the actual possession bit. And then it just felt so by the numbers formulaic. It didn't offer anything new. Uh, yeah, I was pretty disappointed. I, you know, I enjoy bad horror films. Like I wasn't bored. But I was like, ah, there's. I feel there's more you could do here, and they yeah. really didn't. Yeah. I saw you
1: were watching the new Goosebumps.
0: I started the new I Goosebumps. need to check that yeah, out. It's yeah, it's River Daily for me, but uh, okay. I'll, I'll continue while it's spooky season. Yeah. Um, did you hear the news that came out the other day about Halloween?
1: No. What do you mean?
0: Uh, So they're not with – uh, it's not with Blumhouse. That's right. All. That's right. And A24 have picked it up.
1: The rumor is they're making a TV show. Okay. Which is strange. Like, mm. you're gonna turn what the, like, are we going back to the origin story of Michael Myers and you're just gonna do a, a series about this? Is it gonna be his, his, is it gonna be a prequel? Is it gonna be like, I'd rather another movie, but I know obviously it's been beaten to death, but, you know, Michael Myers in space, uh, we could, we could do Michael versus Ghostface. I don't I know. I think, I mean, I think,
0: like, Yeah, I think there's something you could really do quite well of, you know, trying to build like these characters if you are doing a series where you really care about them. That that's what I like about when I read Stephen King books. Quite often a lot of the horror is in like the last fifty pages. Right. And everything up until then is tension building and you actually caring about these characters. So when you're killing them off, it's not just like like, we just did Friday 13th Part 3. Didn't give a shit about anyone. Yeah, And I think did. something like that in a TV show where you, you know, like, we've seen how effective it is in shows like Game of Thrones and Lost when you're killing off beloved characters out of nowhere. I think that
1: could really work. Hmm, I, I would watch it, but it's definitely like, oh, interesting. And A24, those people have been, like, killing it with everything they've been mm. putting out. Like, uh, they've been killing it with, like, the spooky movies and stuff. But the Iron Claw...
0: Yeah, uh, Jake's just asking about, we do have that as a, a segment later. We'll yeah, yeah, we do. I do.
1: I'm, I'm super excited, but like 824, every movie they but we've reviewed a few of that. we've reviewed Midsummer, right? Mm, That's them as well. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Hereditary was them and, yeah, very spooky.
0: Um, while we're on the, the movie chat, have yeah, you heard the news about, uh, James Bond. No. Christopher no. Nolan's comments.
1: Is this true? Is this
0: real? So nothing's confirmed, but he's like, obviously he's thrown his, like, name in the hat, like, a few times. He had an interview a while ago where he was like, just watch my films. There's blueprints, like, Bond bond blueprints all over them. But recently he said, um, if I do it, I want to make it a period piece. Yeah, so go back in time. I think that sounds awesome. Yeah. And that would be such a fresh take after this, like, Daniel Craig series to do it back when those books were originally written.
1: I think that sounds pretty cool. So no cell phone Bond, more, like...
0: Yeah, like so, as the Fleming books were. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. So what? What's that? Fifties? It's just post. Fifties or sixties or yeah.
1: something. That'd be pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I haven't. I, I was. I was thinking about going seeing The Exorcist, and then I, now I'm like, oh, I, I might not. So, but I, I haven't. I, I feel like I was watching some scary movies the other day, and I can't even remember what they were, but. I'm definitely in that whole mode of like oh, yeah. everything. The Even at work, it's was be spooky. Yeah, just watching <laughs> watching everything. <laughs> yes, I hope you're enjoying your spooky season. And uh, I don't know, check out our Patreon for all the spooky stuff we do.
0: But we offer some stuff on our free feed as well. We just had a big debut drop this Friday and uh, been having lots of positive comments about this show so far. Uh, it's Martin Bushby, Dickie Bird, and Brandon from New Jersey, Eagle. Eagles don't hunt flies. It's a John Moxley mixtape. Uh, they kick things off talking about his uh, feud with Nick Gage, spanning over a decade. Uh, really great show. I'm I'm about three quarters of the way through this. Really interesting. Um, those three have great chemistry together. I believe next month they're going to talk about the Brock Lesnar yes. Dean Ambrose feud, uh, which I'm quite interested in. Uh, but go check that out. Uh, really good show. As we have these kind of free rotating shows on this very free.
1: Yes, as I'm calling it, the Irishman, a Puerto Rican and a fake Australian mark out about Moxley. But I like their title better. Wait, sorry, not Irish, English. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, it was a great show and, uh, they'll be doing one, what, every month? Once a month. On this feed. So lots of shows. I know like What Up Do and Detox. So lots and lots of free shows. Of course, Shot in the Dark every week as well with John Ceno filling in everyone. Uh, uh, Kojima's favorite show? Shot in the Dark? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He liked our tweet Amazing. the other day of Shot in the Dark. I was like, man. Shot in the Dark gets a he lot likes, of love. Maybe, yeah. like, when he's making his toast and he's, he's a, you know, he's got eaten his bread. Yeah. He's like, oh, what can I do in 15 minutes? Well, Sino's the only guy in the world that talks
0: about all these things, yeah. all these other shows uh, that, uh, that it's just too much for some people. But as wrestling fans, we want to keep up. We want to know what's going on. That's right. And Sino condenses it all into 15 minutes. It's a little cliff notes of, the Week in Wrestling.
1: I'm excited to hear his shot in the dark next week because I just watched this week's episode of Wow. Oh, and yeah. uh, they brought in a new character that's like an 80s like aerobics instructor, but like okay. glittery, kind of weird. And I definitely recognize her from being a wrestler on the Indies, but like br- brought the actual wrestling to Wow, which I was like, whoa, okay, actually pretty impressed. You can go. Yeah. Uh, but then. Shout out to listener of the show and friend of the show, Vince, down in Texas, who last night sent me something that popped me so huge while at work. He was at a revolver show down in Texas somewhere, and he saw my favorite WOW superstar, BK Rhythm. And he went up to her and said, look, one of my friends is a huge fan. Can you please just send him a little voice note? So I have a video from BK Rhythm who says... Is she rapping? I was I was a little... I'm not going to lie. I was expecting, oh my God, she's going to rap. And then she didn't. She said, I heard you're a huge fan of me. What a surprise. I'm a huge fan of me too. (laughs) Was she better than Kira Hogan on Cameo? Uh." No, no one would ever be better than. Akira K- Hogan sucks. Yeah, hers was bad, right? But Cameron, yeah. Cameron's yeah. The, the best. Yeah, but shout out Vince and shout out BK Rhythm, uh, and shout out WOW. But yeah, I can't wait to hear Sino. Wow. <laughs> it is, is changed my life forever. I was yeah. like, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, if you, you've never watched it, but every time they go to and back from break, mm. that's the sound. <laughs> what, Owen Wilson? Wow. No, oh. I, I do it every time. To- I go, <laughs> wow. But yeah. <laughs> I guess we can talk about everything else Let's going on. Let's talk about
0: some wrestling, quite a lot to talk about this week. Uh kicking things off, uh the fallout from the Tuesday night war. Uh NXT versus AEW. Um the numbers came in, NXT won quite convincingly uh with what over 900,000 overall viewership, uh .30 in the demo, uh and AEW uh just over what 600k viewership with a point two six um so everyone took this this nice and calmly and just moved
1: on with enjoying right. the rest of their life right yeah of course that's what wrestling fans online do most of the time yeah. uh but yeah what about it,
0: wrestling owners yeah <laughs> promoters yeah they
1: don't do that either uh but some maybe sometimes they should put their phone down i think uh obviously we knew aw was going to lose in this mm. like feud not just going up against nxt you're going up against nxt with john cena and the Undertaker, mm. like, like already, like that's you knew people were going to pick sides, and we were crazy to watch both at the same time, which is really hard to do and trying to focus on different things and stuff. But was fun and was interesting to do at least once or twice. I definitely, I would try it again mm. to be honest. Um, but I, like, you knew they were going to lose, and there's so much like tribalism with like the fans, especially online. Like, yeah. oh man. But something you do have to remember is, like, part of the online discourse is only, like, still, like, a fraction of people who watch. So, as much as, like, obviously WWE is going to destroy them in this scenario and rightfully, like, prove, like, hey, look, like, we can pull out the big guns when we need to and really shut you down. But, uh, like, I still thought it was good shows from both parts. But what doesn't help AEW is, like tony khan going on twitter
0: yeah it, it's a bit embarrassing yeah i think uh just you know he's saying about what cena and undertaker's streak of over a million viewers is broken and stupid this. Tweet. it just seems like you know yeah sore loser and yeah it's it's embarrassing like if it makes
1: it look uh, it makes it look like a B B-league, Yeah. In my opinion. It's, it's definitely strange. Like, I, I mean, like, what is he supposed to, tw- the way he was tweeting even before this, mm. the the ratings, before the show, like, he was definitely different, tweeting a bit different than kind of how he has in, in the past. I know he has that one or two moments in the past, Street Fight Tonight. Yeah. But, like, it was definitely weird. Uh, but, like, what would you, what would you have tweeted if you were him in, in his scenario? De- obviously, nothing like the stuff he did tweet, but, like, Ah, oh, great great night. Uh we Tonight we- the fans
0: won. Great wrestling all round. <laughs> Check out Rampage where Rocky Romero's taking on Mystico, who used to actually be uh the original uh Sin Cara, but then his brother drillistic No, please do right? not I do it. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, if Tony Khan like even if you wanna do dirty like jokes and make stupid comments the streak of Cena and Undertaker not having a million viewers is not even, like, what kind of joke is that? If anything... At, at least be funny. Yeah, yeah at least be know. funny. At least be funny. You know, have someone... To, He's got money. Be like... a writer, bro. Like, hey, Dave Chappelle, can you help no, me out write with, your tweet. with a joke? Get <laughs> someone to write... You know how many, actually, you know how many celebrities have people that write their fucking t- tweets and shit? Like, yeah, people pay... That's a job. Like, yeah, get someone to do it. You could have tweeted, uh, you know, great night of wrestling, uh... We lost in the ratings, but still ha- still happy with our Tuesday night ratings. Uh, just just as happy as Undertaker can still walk. Yeah. <laughs> or something like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Just, just the way he tweeted was weird. Yeah, very odd.
0: I, I did, uh, like, I know our sound was a kind of a little odd <laughs> on Tuesday, uh, yeah. to say the least. I, I was a little disappointed with NXT. I enjoyed it, but I've actually really been into the product recently and just felt it kind of lacked that killer match that we've been having weekly at the moment. Yeah. Like, by all means, have The Undertaker, Cena, Cody, all of them to bring the eyes onto it. But then if you put on a match, you know, like Becky and Tiffany Stratton had recently or or like Wesley and Mello had at the pay-per-view, I think you could keep even more viewers. So I thought I thought they did an okay job of blending like the current stars with the old stars, but I thought they could have done a bit better with that.
1: Yeah. No, I actually I, I can't even remember most things that happened on NXT this week. Oh, we were watching two shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, very true. But I, I felt like it was just a like a, a grab to get people to watch yeah. that show for whatever by any means necessary. But uh maybe it'll help NXT in the long run. Yeah, I think we'll see would. how
0: the ratings are yeah. the next couple of
1: weeks coming up. Yeah. I mean Halloween Havoc is surely gonna be pretty big. It's normally one of their bigger show T V shows of the year. For sure. Yeah, so. yeah but, but pretty crazy. That was a lot of people watching wrestling then on a Tuesday night. Like th- putting those two together, that's definitely a lot of people. And would would that many people watch one show if the other wasn't on TV mm. is also like another good question. But yeah, obviously WWE beats AEW. But what would be interesting is what happens if WWE moves to Wednesday nights? like yeah. Like permanently, like a Monday Night Raw turns into Wednesday it, Night it, Raw. It, I or, mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I think a couple of years ago. Uh, like
0: 2019 or whatever, when like Raw especially was like pretty dog shit, yeah, and AEW was this hot new thing. I still think Raw would have won, but I think AEW's numbers will definitely take a dent out of it. I don't yeah. know if that would be the case today,
1: yeah, it definitely um, would like be looking
0: hope. at you know, AEW need to like work out how to fix what's going on. Attendance hasn't been great, they've been putting on great shows still, like the. The wrestlers are fantastic. It's still one of the best rosters, if not the best roster in the world. Um, but it's definitely lost that we were kind of talking about when AEW started, and we we're like NXT's lost its cool factor. I think that's where AEW is. It's yeah. kind of lost its cool factor a little bit right now.
1: Yeah. What do you do? What What do you do if you're working there? Like, like you do more media? Do you do more promotion? Do you run smaller venues? <laughs> like, do you run less? You need to do less shows because, like, honestly, like even today. Uh, trying to catch up on everything like an extra show of collision where i'm like oh i guess i should watch this because i'm going to do a podcast where i'm talking about it hmm okay what happened on the show sorry iron savage dude who uh, hmm. like what is he, motorboats motor boat? yeah he's having a match okay wait why would i go to this show
0: well you're not going to see iron you're going to yeah. see Edge and Christian, yeah. and Daniel
1: Bryan, like, Bryan Danielson, and all like that. you, you, you promote that match this week, and you expect like what thousands of people to rush to? go Yeah, see I the mean show. they're
0: like they're not going to take shows away. Like they've got contracts; yeah. they're doing the the five hours of TV a week. It's Crazy. Um, I think that's the. I think that that's that's the. Well, problem. they've got a big roster; like they can serve that, and I think they're somewhat doing an okay job with some of the people, but they've lost that kind of thing of you know, promoting areas. Think like Pittsburgh, Britt Baker country, Long Island, MJF country. They used to do a really good job at that. of, of really building up certain TV shows weeks ahead and say, Oh, Brit's going to have a big match in Pittsburgh. Coming. And that's
1: every other week They're in Pittsburgh. So but matter. like
0: they, they haven't done that. They're not running. They, they run the same venues. Like it's, uh, they booked for the whole next year. So it's not like they can run smaller venues at this
1: point. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Like you want to see them do well, but I do think there's making there's there's mistakes obviously being made that is like, Hey, why isn't this clicking? Because I know people that would go, Oh, wrestling's in town and it's thirty bucks? Yeah, all right, I'll go. And I don't know if that's their the, prices have gone up. As yeah, well. their prices have gone up, which doesn't help like people are losing interest and your prices are going up. That's not really how And it I works. think comments like TK's this week, it does make it look B level, whereas yeah.
0: like we saw, like that's how WCW imploded. Was focusing too much
1: on what the other guys are doing and really just focus on yourselves. And I mean, hey, is that is that not, not such a bad thing too? WCW and WWF used to give all their tickets away f- when they couldn't sell tickets. Mm. Like WCW were known for not always selling out ever. They would be giving away tickets for free. Start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's a uh, hundred tickets to a radio station uh, for the. Three hundreds, you know. I don't know. So there's something you yeah. could do. Be something like I don't. Not only the, are you
0: promoting it, but you're filling it. If like you're doing that. Yeah. Like
1: great. I don't know. Like there's got to be stuff that you're doing wrong, and like some, it does not feel as hot and interesting. But there's got to be something that you can do to bring it kind of back. Because like you said, the wrestling is still really mm. good. I much prefer the wrestling still, and I, I much still think this show in AEW is geared to someone towards like me, early 30s guy who definitely was. Through the the ringer of bad years of wrestling, that I'm still a fan and still hang on, but this show feels like it's definitely geared towards me. Whereas WWE is still like a bit more of like the broader kind of thing, but like WWE is absolutely killing it. So
0: yeah, I had that a,
1: could be it too. Yeah, WWE is definitely hot right now.
0: Yeah, uh, I had a chance to watch SmackDown this week. I I normally work Friday nights, but finished a little early and uh, and got to watch it. And I I actually really enjoyed the show. It's the the season premiere. We had a few. Uh, Big moments, starting with Adam Pearce getting a promotion by losing one of his jobs. Love when that, ha- love when that happens. <laughs> Hopefully being paid more, yeah. doing less. Um, and Nick Aldis, who... Who? I didn't even know he was a producer in WWE, uh, but is going to be the, the GM of SmackDown.
1: All right, like cool that nick aldis is uh, a position finally on screen character in wwe that is pretty much his wwe debut if mm-hmm. you ask me nice blue suit uh we know him obviously from many different things i'm thinking of all in against cody obviously yeah. for the nwa but tna is specifically where i know him a lot from but very strange to just all of a sudden throw to this guy to be like hey he's our new gm without like any kind of backstory i felt like there was no reaction to when he came out it was very quiet because people were like literally who is this guy i actually thought they did it the right
0: way because of that reaction yeah if he was like and now nick oldest and music hits and everything think when adam pierce became that role it was kind of just yeah subtly just started appearing and i i don't know I, i thought it was kind of a good idea rather than i think back to that you know, debut of Butcher and the Blade or Satnam Singh where they did lights out, lights on, and then it was like, who's this guy? Yeah. It was more just like a business thing, like, here, here's my, our new GM. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I
1: He could be I, good. He's a good talker. Yeah,
0: I, I think this is a good role for him, actually. Yeah. And I, I'm not particularly into him as a wrestler, but I think this is a, a good position. He can talk. He looks good in a suit. Yeah. Um, And they could build to maybe the odd match here and there. I'm if sure they would. with... You know, a Dominic Mysterio or whoever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a bit of a surprise. As I said, I I had no idea he signed with the company.
1: Yeah. Again, it's kind of strange, especially for strict WWE fans who are like, "Wait, who is this person? I have no idea who this is." So it is kind of like, "Oh, all right." But hey, as a wrestling fan, maybe you're like, "Okay, I got to get familiar with this guy." I agree. I'm actually not a big fan of his actual wrestling, but I always thought he was a good talker, and this probably is the best role for him on the show. And again, love the baby blue, almost almost Dumb and Dumber-esque, uh, the baby blue suit. <laughs> yeah, And his first act is bringing Kevin Owens over to
0: SmackDown, thus wow. ending the KO Sammy oh. tag run, and uh, the week they reunite DIY as well, so we're not going to get that match, unfortunately. Damn but it. kind of wrote Kevin off a little bit on Monday, where he sort of finally made good with Jay at the end of that match, which I actually thought was a pretty good match on Monday, the tag match, and... Uh, I mean, we'll get into creative control in a little bit. But interesting to book a big, big match like that tag match on Monday and have a
1: decisive winner with no tomfoolery was kind of interesting and a bit of a a change for WWE. Yeah. So, what do you do with Kevin and Sammy? Does Sammy face Seth Rollins down the line? Does, like, you know? Yeah. I mean, Sammy, you'd hope they can build up that
0: singles run again. Uh, I imagine he'll somewhat be involved with the war games thing, whatever we've got
1: going on there. But you'd figure Kevin would be too. So that's, yeah. Uh,
0: or it could be a multi-brand thing for, for that. But yeah, Kevin Owens, like I was like, he's a big name to move across, but I don't know. Like I, we've seen the Roman feud a few times. Um, it's like Ray is the U S champion right now. I can't see him feuding with him. I can't really see who Kevin Owens is going to feud with on SmackDown. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Um, kind of strange Whereas Sammy could like Sammy, uh, Gunther. I know they have done that match, but that's something you could revisit. Uh, as you said, Sammy Seth down the line. Um, I think drew this, uh, hill turn is on the way with drew. So Sammy drew is definitely something you can do with Sammy being in, uh, in Jay's corner right now. And that
1: kind of thing oh right the whole yeah it's just, so i think it's
0: more interesting <laughs> for sammy than it is for ko yeah
1: i'm just I, i'd rather move away from bloodline stuff and i feel like they'll just go back to him hanging out with jay and mm. whatever so, something like that but yeah uh other moment in that segment with nick all this is triple h uh recreating the meme of him turning around and someone's music hitting and, yeah and i i, I laugh so hard i think someone told him "Hey." Stand this way and recreate. This thing is popular right now of him turning around. Redo it. I could tell he was trying to do it. And good job, Triple H. And the Dominic Mysterio boos have just been. Yes. Awesome. And the line, like, oh, I thought these were piped in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H, I is, did like that. Triple H yeah. is good on the mic, too. Never forget. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. I. I I miss
1: uh, Triple H sometimes. Triple H, heel yeah. Triple H. We we didn't we didn't appreciate him uh, being such a fucking dick on the mic sometimes because yeah. he's so funny. Like tw- Twitter, since the whole Punk stuff blowing up this year, Twitter have been f- so much fun going and nitpicking Triple H's promos on Punk back in the day, which yeah. you know, timed even aged like fine wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, some would say. Uh, well, what else did we have on the show? We had LA Knight seemingly
0: being set up for Roman's. Uh, challenger. Yeah. Uh, I assume for Saudi Arabia. You could see it in his eyes. You could, yeah. I've got the picture up right there. Uh, great shot of that's got to be the poster in LA Knights. Yeah, I, I think LA Knights, uh, like obviously we've been saying for years with him and NXT and stuff, a great talker. The crowd are behind him right now. This is the time to do the match. Strap him up.
1: <laughs> <are you> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, does that match have your interest at all? Or where, yeah. how, where are you with LA Knight?
1: Uh, I think it's so crazy watching him come out, and yeah. every week it's like crazy reaction. It's like the glass shatters, and this guy's coming out. It's like what the hell is going on? With mm. people just love cheering this guy, so it's like, yo, fucking go for it. He could lose to Roman and still be like a really hot character, but uh, I, I don't project him winning, obviously against Roman. But like, no. go for it, and I'm sure he's gonna have some good promos in the next few weeks too, leading up to this. But like, definitely treat him like a main player putting him in this role will help him even if he loses so
0: it it completely makes sense i think the best roman matches have been when the baby face has been just super hot yeah and we've seen so many times in wwe where a character is is getting hot and they never capitalize on it i'm thinking of like you know rusev day or cesaro the night after mania when he won the Andre the giant where he felt huge and they dropped it. And there's so many characters like that. And I think it's a good idea to just strike on it now. And I I think they've done a, so you're saying he should win. No, but I just booking the match and giving him those hope spots. And, uh, I think have him now can be a permanent, like upper mid carder who you can slot in that position every now and then can challenge for the other belt at some point, that kind of thing.
1: I mean, like, if, if he's such a big star, I, I could see him being put in bigger spots for the next year as well. If it's title or not, like, I, I see him being treated well. If you do house shows, he could be your main event, you know, like, yeah. like, easily. And he's someone as well where, like, I think building his,
0: like, prominence up, he's got such a long future in this company where I could totally see him, you know, being a in a GM role or a commentary role or something like that down the line when his in-ring career is over because he's he's so good on the
1: mic and the crowd just love him uh yeah my girlfriend still hates him Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) she goes someone she was wearing one of my wrestling shirts at work and someone's like oh wrestling fan huh let me talk to you yeah she's like jesus christ (laughs)
0: she bought it on herself (laughs)
1: She's like, is that guy still she doesn't watch like as much. Is that guy still uh is that guy still popular? I'm like, Yeah <laughs> She's like Oh god. Uh
0: and then maybe my favorite moment on the show was as Cody and uh Jay are leaving after their, their win against Walla and Austin Theory what are they called, uh A Town and Down Under. A town down A Town Down under? under. That's pretty um, good. That's pretty funny. Roman Reigns' music hits and he comes out with Solo and Jimmy. And I don't know, I thought they did this really well. It's the first time Cody and Roman have seen each other since the night after Mania. right? Um, it's kind of the first time since SummerSlam, Jay Uso's seen like these guys as well. Oh, right, okay. And it felt like, you know, Jay used to be in this group of bullies and he's broken free and you felt like, I felt like fear for his life is just that epic Roman music is hitting and they're coming towards him and Cody just steps up. I think it's it's a nice little thing. They did the, uh, I don't know if you saw Michael Cole interviewing Cody on Raw, where he was like, hey, so you're tag champions. So are you just not going to finish the story? What's up with that? Right. And I think they've done a good job this week of being like, hey, we haven't forgotten about this. And a little tease of possibly
1: the Mania match this far ahead. I mean, it sure looks that way, but uh, the strikes in Hollywood say Still otherwise. Yeah. So I think The Rock might be coming back. Mm. I don't know. Cody is like fighting for his life. <laughs> but, like I don't know, he's fighting for his life out here, man. Like he's going to lose
0: that spot. I think it's going to mean more when Cody eventually has to be gets it. But we thought and they're, they're that, positioning like... him as the guy, and I think just doing this sort of thing every now and then. I I don't know. I thought. I've got the image up there just the stare down between them. It was like uh like both seeing something from their past. It like,
1: makes so much sense for him to it, it made so much sense for him to win last year but like now everyone's like okay Roman will just hold it even longer and the rematch without Solo and the crew like one-on-one and that's how he loses it should be the the fairy tale ending the story. I've seen it work in Japan yeah. like
0: holding off Naito's big win yeah. and that kind of thing. So uh I don't know I I thought it was a a pretty cool moment uh this week and just yeah bloodline staring down poor poor jay as well who was yeah shitting his cacks there um <laughs> and then we had another kind of confrontation jade cargill um meeting charlotte flair for the first
1: time yeah so jade's uh what deciding what what brand to be on She's training at the pc <laughs> getting better at wrestling and then she, she kind of comes face-to-face with Charlotte. I thought this was pretty cool. I still think they could do – they could have I- – I wish they did one thing differently and I'm nitpicking. But when she came out at the what, the pay-per-view like last week, mm. that, she was just backstage. I think they could have had her come out and do like some like contract signing even on the stage, Triple H being like, hey, welcome mm. Jade to WWE. And then every week on different shows, it's like, oh, where is she signing? Because right now, if you don't like, you wouldn't know who she is. You're kind of like, okay, well, wait, like you, you're just you're showing up, but you haven't like even said hello to the camera yet, mm. kind of thing, on the actual shows. So it's because it's all been like .dot com exclusive. She's here. It's like, okay, like I think though they're they're trying to build up this mystique
0: where even if you don't know who she is, right. I think you can tell. Oh, this they're giving her the limo treatment. Yeah. She's hanging out backstage at Triple H, like. If if you never watched AEW or known who she is, I I think they they have presented her in a way, and I think it's it's kind of smart if you know she is training regularly at the PC and hopefully improving um, to hold off that the debut. So you're excited for Charlotte versus Jade? I think that's a mania tease as well. I Charlotte is very hit and miss for me. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think a match her and be- uh, her and Jade would be very good. Personally. Yeah. I think obviously look at them. They both look like a million bucks superstars. So I get it. I get that feels like a huge match. Charlotte is kind of the measuring stick, but Charlotte, I don't know. She has great chemistry with Rhea, has great chemistry with Charlotte, but we've seen pretty poor chemistry against some other people. And someone who's on the greener side, like Jade, I don't think wrestling wise would be as good as maybe what a Becky could get out of Jade or something. But I get that's that's the biggest tease you could probably do with her.
1: What does uh, Jade change her uh, catchphrase to? Can she, can she say "cut the shit" on WWE TV? Probably not, right? Oh yeah, I forgot she used to say that. "cut the stuff." I'm that girl. Cut the crap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that person. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, they say bitch a lot.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Do they, they ever? They say yeah. bitch a lot. I'm that bitch. When do you think she's gonna debut? Uh, like in ring Survivor Series maybe I don't know yeah I could see that something like that yeah get Shaq in there Shaq in corner he comes out <laughs> in an ambulance <laughs> Just <laughs> I'm back in the fed wait
0: was he the genie or was that Sinbad <laughs>
1: Oh man, you're you're going to so many people are writing in right now. <laughs> You've opened up that. So wait. Which Sha- which timeline are we yeah, living in Shaq, here? Shaq. Are we universe A, Universe B. <laughs> Sha- yeah, Earth 99. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Shaq was Kazam. Shazam. Shazam. Kazam? Uh, I don't know, man. Kazam. Yeah, Shaq was Kazam. My uh, my
0: the Bernstein Bat, what they called?
1: What the fuck? <laughs> the Bernstein Bears yeah. and Shaq? What? what are you talking about i'm talking about other uh
0: what do they call mandela effects
1: oh man the yeah. Bernstein bears
0: um who would you have as jade's first opponent like, like do you just do kind of squash like yeah Hazelina vega that kind of thing
1: yeah i guess so yeah someone she beats like pretty yeah pretty quickly and destroys and, and do you kind of do a streak i assume you would kind of do a streak until mania maybe. G- streak for, for charlotte years. to beat her <laughs> <laughs> Do the streak for five years, sure. Don't don't ruin it like TK did. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, some news coming out that talking about the Survivor Series that maybe Randy Orton is set for a return by Survivor Series.
1: Yes. Uh, obviously, there's been people wanting to see this guy back. We've we've seen him at the PC, kind of wondering, hey, maybe he's training. Is he not injured anymore? There's got to be something going on. And the biggest piece of the puzzle is rev theory the band who does his music tweeting out randy voices okay thanks for tweeting that what does that mean but uh really really cryptic because it's right to the point randy voices Mm. (laughs) i like so randy's coming back he's someone i i really liked when
0: he very first debuted and like initial like you know evolution and his first time yeah yeah and then i really dropped off of him kind of after the legend killer shtick yeah. i found him so dull so boring and then he really had this resurgence in the last couple of years i think i think his promos got better i think you saw he was more passionate i think uh watching his interview with austin where he was like no i want to be regarded as one of the best and i want to improve and saying about Michael Hayes told him you'll never be Mount Rushmore because you're not a good promo like some of the others. And I, I think you just saw this real appetite and had some fun with it. Like, I know the RK Bro stuff isn't going to happen, but uh, he was having real fun with that. And I think the injury came at a time when he was kind of hot again. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see Randy back. We haven't really had that Roman feud Yet, no, that has to happen, and yet. I think that's something that could totally tide you over until Cody, like, yeah, until Cody, like Rumble season. Uh, Randy, um,
1: and then it's what, what was Legacy, yeah, got Cody and Legacy teaming up again. I mean, that, that could be an, a cool thing if, if Roman is feuding
0: with Roman, like say it's uh, what Rumble and whatever the pay-per-view is after that, it can be Roman, like Randy now in Cody's corner again yeah, to yeah. help like tying that all back together bring bob holly back as well
1: bob holly Teddy Biasi jr yeah, i don't
0: think t Biasi jr is coming back yeah i don't
1: think bob holly is either sparky plug though
0: oh okay <laughs> um but yeah how would you how would you bring Randy? i back?
1: mean you got to do the roman one that would be yeah. a huge pay-per-view whatever city you do it in that crowd would be hot for randy and he can lose to Roman and still be a big key player for, around for WrestleMania time, but yeah, he he he's been someone I've been definitely on and off. Like when I got super into wrestling, he the whole Evolution story was definitely something I was yeah. into. But he's dropped off. But you're right, there's something that, that like reignited something in the past few years. Like um, he was definitely just like chilling and coasting, doing not a whole lot of great stuff. Mm. I honestly. I think to the Christian feud that all of a sudden I was like, yo, those are some sick matches. And then he was kind of coasting again. And then he'd have another feud. you like, Oh, those are some good matches. And then he had some stinkers and I don't know. He's, he's definitely has some good stuff. And in it's
0: his. interesting as well. Cause I think the, you know, pandemic, the empty arena and the Thunderdome and all that you, you saw a bit of a change in WWE. Obviously we had those very like <laughs> dialogue, heavy Roman Reigns matches, but I think, a lot of people's promos got a bit better. Like I wasn't crazy about the matches between him and edge, but I thought the actual promos they were doing empty arena was better. And I think he improved like with that. And then I think having fans back might have reignited that passion as well. Um, But yeah, I'd be, I'll be happy to see Randy RKO back.
1: Yeah. We need him to have, I I would like to hit for him to do stuff with Cody. I think that would be pretty cool and kind of a full circle moment. And, yeah, I'd like to see it. RKO. I don't know where coming soon, and it was it wasn't uh, Rev Theory tweeting Randy. They tweeted Orton voices, so I have to make oh, okay. so that, you know that's even more yeah, cryptic to we'll get
0: people getting at us. <laughs> um, well, so a few months ago, CM Punk was injured. It's Punk Watch time, guys. Uh-oh. CM Punk was injured and went to to Monday Night Raw in Chicago. Who's hanging out backstage? Uh, saw Papa Paul. It's like, hey, Paul, I'm.
1: Which Paul? Uh,
0: Triple H. Think about it. He could be talking to other Pauls. And he's like, hey, I'm kind of not really enjoying it over there. What what do you think about me coming back? And Triple H goes, all right, we can't really talk because you are on contract and that's contract tampering. But you know what? Make up with Miz. Yeah. Make up with Miz first.
1: Say sorry to the Miz. And then
0: go get yourself fired and we'll talk. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. So he made up with Miz. Yeah. He went back to AEW.
1: Ask Regal for tips.
0: Yeah. <laughs> went back to AEW. Uh, choked out Jungle Boy and was like, all right, guys, I'm fired. So what do you think? Uh, Survive series in Chicago? <laughs> nah, fuck off, <on>, Phil.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, sorry, we, well, we, kind of, we kind
0: of booked. Got
1: uh, No creative for you. Yeah, creative has nothing for you. Uh, it's, it's interesting. He, there's been so many of the little teases, but is it worth it? Like money talks and there's just so much money to be made, but will that does WWE even need that to happen? But really like that could be the real like cherry on top of WWE being. So the way it is right now with triple H running things, he could just be like, yeah, why not bring him in one time? He's here once in a while. Has a mania match? I don't know. Is it something that fans want? Absolutely. So it's all, it's wrestling as well. You don't know how much is kind of you know the second that K-fading yeah everyone the and, second that came out, I went oh so he is coming out in Chicago is what I got. Uh, it like classic red herring also, but it's it's wrestling or like you you don't
0: do it in Chicago and you bring him out at the Rumble and for that big surprise yeah I don't know I do see him going there eventually. Uh, I do find it kind of funny, um, that, uh, they're not bringing him back right now. Hope, I'm hoping this is kind of almost, you know, humbling for him. Mm. It's like, nah, you're, are hard work. No one wants to work with you. Like, yeah, go to anger management, go to impact, <laughs> sort yourself out, come back. Yeah. I do think it'll be there eventually, but I, yeah, like I'm, I read that and I was like, good.
1: Um, yeah, we don't necessarily need him right now. Uh, the ma- like you can going what come to WWE and do what the Seth. I mean, stuff? they're kind of like sort of full until Mania. Yeah. I mean, sure you would find a slot for
0: CM Punk and it would probably be Seth, but like I think for me, I'm way more interested in doing like Seth Gunther at Mania. You know, have right. have Gable beat Gunther in the first match at the Royal Rumble for the IC title, and then have Gunther win the Raw Rumble late that night to challenge yeah. Seth or something like that. Or, like,
1: have Punk win the Rumble and he gets to face Seth and... Or, I don't know. I don't know. Is there interest in there? I, I don't know. They're, they're, like, so I, many people would want to see so it. There's so many other... Yeah, so many so many people would want to see it. Even more so, the people who hate AEW would love to see that.
0: I just... I don't like the idea of, you know, people being a shitty person and, like, falling upwise. Yeah. Upways and... Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it would be. He'd be on bigger money. Yeah. An
1: AEW working less dates and The thing that the thing that would get you me You need to
0: be like Adam Pearce and you know work hard, keep your head down and then get that kind of deal.
1: The thing that would bother me is like all the shit he's been saying about WWE since so being, much. Yeah. So it's just like ugh, you'd he'd be such a hypocrite. come across so
0: hypocritical in every single way. Like yeah. imagine Imagine he wrestled
1: at in Saudi, Saudi. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like show show how true this guy was all these chicago people i know you love punk but like for years like all you hear is oh he's such a real one that guy he's a real one i have the more you watch him talk and through the years mm. and like i said things are real dated in promos it's like uh, yeah but like i said money talks <laughs> so we'll see absolutely
0: um and then, oh, uh, there was a... I've skipped ahead, I think. Oh, how oh, could you? Boy, well, okay, I don't have the graphic for it. But yeah, um, there was some news with uh, TKO. Um, Ari Emanuel, the like, the like owner of TKO, um, being kind of saying there's a few reasons he thinks that stock has dropped, but pointed at... Uh, Should I buy? At Vince McMahon as well. Um, right. Because he's like had the option to kind of sell his stock if and when, but he's like, you know, he's 78 and stuff like that. And people might be reading into it a little bit too much, but the same week uh, you have reports that kind of the, the big wigs at TKO have like crowned triple H as head of creative. And Vince doesn't have much to do with that anymore. So Papa Paul's got the pen Mm. and that's, that's it. That's settled. Now he's creative, which is good. I, I like for me, I think that was evident. This week, I think you've got like I saw watching, I watched both Raw and SmackDown this week, which I rarely do. And I was like, oh, I can see plans for Saudi, for Survivor Series, and long term plans right the way to Mania, like this far out. Yeah. And we had, as I mentioned earlier, you had like big stars, Owens and Sammy against Cody and Jay, with a decisive winner. They've announced six matches for next week's Raw. Wow! It's like you go, you could see his fingerprints all over it this week.
1: And I thought it was way better. I think that's what every fan has wanted for the past like five plus years. More than that is like, hey, what if he could run this? And he proved with NXT that it was pretty good. Why? Why wouldn't it be more more successful? I think that this will make it better. And if if you're saying if people have already realized it is. Getting better because of Triple H in the creative role. It seems like this guy lives for this. Like, mm. I'm done being a wrestler now. I want to, like, make the wrestling even better. And I, I trust this guy, like, with everything. This guy seems like he lives and breathes this company and wrestling, like, so much. So I, I definitely trust. I feel like we're on a Triple H uh, love train today, but, yeah. like, legit, I, I think that could make it so much better and bring it back to the way fans like it.
0: What what I've been enjoying in WWE as well recently is how it always used to be like, as soon as you're like, you're a bad guy. As soon as you turn a good guy, you're a brand new character. We forget about everything that happened before then. And I kind of like that. Like a lot of the characters right now, it's, it's like, they're a bit more fully fleshed out. They've got their backstory. They've got reasons why they've gone the way they've gone. And, uh, like, I fa- I'm finding Drew way more compelling than I normally do because he's like, yo, this guy's a dick. He cost us all the championship. Like, why are you friends with him? Yeah. Which is way more believable and way more what you'd see in, like, good soap operas than just like, nah, nah, he's evil now. Ah, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um. So I think we are seeing, like, improvements with that.
1: So I should buy stock?
0: Uh, I mean, it's low, yeah. So buy when it's low. Uh, how long do you think until tri- uh, Vince is is out the door all that stock I he was
1: saying, until Vince is back
0: because
1: <laughs> yeah. we've well, that played, that, we played that game <laughs> let's, let's ask both questions uh, How long
0: until he's out the door
1: I guess he'll be gone soon and then uh, then he'll he'll join AEW Vinnie Mac is all elite mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know I, I don't know but I feel like he'll never be not you you know, think ne- he'll go? I think he'll never not be involved with WWE it depends whether like more shit
0: about him comes out oh, and if stuff sticks and that kind of thing right. Yeah,
1: uh, but yeah, that's our WWE talk. Um, Honestly, yeah, Vince should go and just go right off into the sunset with your silly mustache. Yeah, try different facial hairs. Yeah, like with a twirly mustache. Or Try a full beard. You know, not dyeing your hair jet black at the age of yeah. ninety nine.
0: <laughs> well, uh, we had AEW Collision last night. We did do a kind of dynamite chat on Tuesday with yeah. John and Wei. Uh Collision starting off with uh christian Ricky Starks uh edge, sorry, Adam Copeland and Brian Danielson, and most interesting thing for me was Ricky Starks and Adam
1: Copeland going at it. You mean Ricky Starks getting fucking massacred by accident? I felt like it was a like shoot little rip. it felt weird, right? He said something to Edge, and Edge just, like... He called him Bug Eyes? And- fi- yeah, he called him Bug Eyes, and Edge just fucking fired one at him about being, like, yeah, well, you stole all your shit from The Rock. And everyone just faces went, oh, fuck. And the crowd, you know, all 12 people there uh, were like, oh, shit, wait, wait a second. And then when Ricky, like, was physib- physically looked shook by that comment, and tried to say something. Edge right away was like, "Listen here, you vanilla midget." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Edge double tapped this son of a bitch. Was I, this part? It had to be part of the show, but like, it, it didn't feel like it's it. it's
0: weird, isn't it? Because like, Edge is acting. Has I Im- told you
1: he's the one of the best problems, Edge's man. Edge's acting
0: has improved so much. Where like you could imagine them go like, let's let's make this feel like a bit of a worked shoot. Yeah. And but he just sounded. It was I don't know. It was the the tone and the speed. He yeah. like shot him down. I. I I didn't think Edge came across as well as I think you did. Uh, I think the the stuttering over his line yeah, yeah. calling him a vanilla <laughs> midget like definitely <laughs> brought him down for me. And I, I thought Starks did help hold his own. I, I just somewhat I could, I also I could did see think, he was like, oh I also didn't think it was the most original thing to say to Starks. Like we not heard yeah. that before. I
1: think he could have just left it at the rock thing. And but. then
0: but kept on going like no role and like Yeah. It was <laughs> it felt really awkward. I was watching it with a buddy last night and we were like Oh, is this like, Edge? What's did going he on? Get nerve, like, don't call Edge bug eyes. I guess. Yeah,
1: jeez. Uh, but I, I, it was just crazy how like he said it, and right away it was like, wait, what the fuck did you say? And then just turned his attention to him. I was like, oh, that's what made it sound like it's not part of the it show. It just but- it felt like you know that they've been getting on
0: each other's nerves. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. then he was, which I. I rarely hear any sort of no. shit about Ricky Starks backstage. Or but,
1: Edge, so... Yeah, it was, yeah.
0: was odd, but also... So, like,
1: hey, if they if that was all, like, part of this and everything's cool and it was, like, there's no heat, like, great, because it seemed like... I'm finding it... Uh, I am finding it hard to kind of...
0: I don't know what the word is. Copeland isn't completely hitting with me. Sure. Quite yet. I mean, it, it's early... We haven't, we've just had the one match, but I don't know this, it, it maybe felt like, okay, we're unscripted now. Let me have a, a go at this. And, uh, I think his, his look as well, like the hair doesn't really do it for me either. I know that's a a minor thing, but it's him coming out for his entrance and doing the same entrance before, but invisibly such a smaller crowd and stuff. It's
1: not particularly working for me right now. And, um, I mean, it's, it, it's also, I, I think it's, I think it's going back to too much too quick because like you can't, every wrestler goes last week and then like, fuck, that wasn't last week. It was two days ago mm. on fucking dynamite or whatever. And like, that's an issue. Like it's not, it, you, my, like less is more, right? Like how am I supposed to keep being invested in these characters if I see, I'm seeing them five times a week like it's 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 making them less special do you and think less they interesting. should do a harder split yeah absolutely because like you can't be telling me hey tune in to hear edge talk on this show and then wrestle on this show it's like okay well thanks for telling me which show i'm gonna check out on twitter mm. and the show i'm going to tune in to watch so uh like you like to say like he's only he's only cut like two promos so far so the fact he's already been on a dynamite and a collision. It's like, wow, you've already fucking wasted through his appearances and made it feel not as big or special. But do you? They well, did that with like, they did that with Punk. Like every fucking week, hey, Punk's gonna talk. It's like, yo, okay. Like, thing is, you do have like
0: you've got to serve your live crowd as well. Yeah. And if you're if you're especially trying to grow these audiences, yeah. and you buy a ticket and Edge isn't on the show, you're yeah. gonna be disappointed. Of course, of course. So it's it's a bit of a balancing act i i think it's just he's doing he's doing the nostalgia act which i get that's kind of how you have to start but you've seen how um you've seen how christian's just like reinvented himself brilliantly yeah yeah and maybe that's the way to go when it's not christian turns good to join edge it's you have the edge nostalgia run for yeah 6 months and then Edge joins him as Honestly, the bad that's, guys. That's, I mean, that's, that's when they were at their peak as a tag team. I, anyway, I would
1: much rather. It, what 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 sucks is as soon as he does that, then they're going to cheer him and be and the way do, more into. Him. Yeah, it'll be way better though. Yeah. Don't
0: do spooky cult Edge. Just no. be like, yeah.
1: I want I want kazoo's. Yeah, <laughs> I want five second poses, big cowboy hats. Yeah, <laughs> Elvis uh, costumes. I want all the classics from E and C, but uh, now as fifty year old dads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Talking about uh, Christian, uh, Nick Wayne and his mum are going to have a sit-down interview next week.
1: They they really made me laugh when they announced this. And the graphic of it. Oh, oh my God. The like, AEW's got legendary graphics. I got to give them that. Like, the graphic guy definitely loves to have fun with when it comes to next week on Dynamite graphics. But... They, I, I thought as much as I've been loving this Nick Wayne stuff, they dropped the ball with the promo where they inform Nick Wayne, like, "Hey, uh, your mom's going to be there too," and he's like, "My mom," and then kind of just like, "Oh, well, I guess like I had to explain it," and like kind of walks off. We're like, that's where you would have made him be like, "My mom? What do you, what do you mean, my mom?" And like he could have been way more like treated that a lot differently. And I think instantly, I'm like, "Well." seems like you, you don't even give a fuck that your mom's there so like she's gonna join
0: christian right? yeah yeah up next week, they gotta right? be like
1: tongue in mouth like they gotta be making out and love it
0: <laughs> and then uh there was a a segment on the show um we talked about it with john and way on tuesday about the kind of role of quarters with juice robinson right um mjf put out a statement uh on twitter kind of saying about how uh he wants to tackle these issues and even though wrestling has kind of failed it in the past, he he sees it as a place where you can tell these kind of stories. This week on Collision they ran um MJF at the kind of uh stand against Jewish hate uh yeah. conference thing, which I, I thought was a brilliant video and it's the most um real we've seen MJF like completely behind the curtains even in this baby face run you're always being like ah you're still an a dick though yeah, yeah. whereas he was being like completely sincere here and obviously like very moved um with where he was speaking and I, I thought I thought it was a I thought it was really good to see but also some good rehab from negativity that happened earlier this week and then it seems they've just traded the quarters for the the diamond ring that Juice now has later in the show. So I think they're just, you know,
1: moving on, moving on, probably for
0: the best, which is probably for the best. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously like, like
1: just a horrific week with everything going on in, like Israel and Gaza. Yeah, even, like, even last worse time. from the, like the last time we, Wednesday. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, definitely not something again. I, we kind of talked about it, but like this is a, a TV show we're trying to escape. And obviously wrestling blends real people and real stories. And I, I, I definitely commend MJF's comments on social media because he's like, yo, like, yeah, I'm kind of saying I allowed this. I, yeah, I wanted this to happen. And I, you got to like commend that he thought it out of proper this and that, but still it's like a little too
0: like, I think it's going to take, uh, I like how much he respects this, this sport and as an entertainment form. And I think, uh, you know, like theater and movies and TV and all that are ways of bringing attention to real life situations and to try and educate and stuff like that. Um, Wrestling's been such a carny business for so long that it it has kind of lost that right a little bit and would take kind of years of rehab, I think, before you could effectively tell that story with the right people. Um, And especially not this week after everything that's that's happened. That's just it. And I think MJF, like, I think running this video was was great. Um, But I think you could have had MJF just do something to raise awareness completely separate from all stories or whatever on on Wednesday, on Tuesday show, rather.
1: I, I, I honestly, you know, I, I love uh, crazy storytelling and wrestling, blurring lines and stuff like that. I, I think it wouldn't have been an issue if it was, as big of an issue if it wasn't, like, with the real stuff going on in the news that this was the week they tried to pull the trigger on that whole quarter's storyline. Like, I think that's it. I think I wouldn't be as, like... Up in arms as most people, if it just wasn't around this, if it was five, it was two months ago, three months ago.
0: But there, have been so many other uh, TV shows and stuff where they've deliberately pulled episodes. Can I, can
1: I, can I tell you a personal yeah, story from sure. work this week? Actually, uh, we've been re-airing the show Cold Case uh, right. on on Wednesday nights, and this Wednesday I was at uh, this uh, this pa- no Thursday night, sorry, this Thursday morning this past Thursday morning at work, I was going through like, Hey, what are we going to air tonight at at, at work at my shoot job? And I saw that we had a new episode of cold case that we were going to like air. And I, I kind of screened it to make sure it was going to be aired with the commercials and everything. And it was about Nazis. Right. And I went, Ooh, we're going to play an hour show with swastikas throughout the entire episode. Obviously it's, it's a fiction, it's a show. Yeah. But, but it was the episode that we were going to be airing this week just happened to land that it was all about, you know, white, Nationals and Nazis, and then I'm like, uh, and I'm like skipping through, and it cuts to a line where the guy goes, You know, I'm gonna, me and the other white men are gonna free everyone in Israel, blah, blah, blah. I was like, Okay, you know what? Maybe this isn't the week to air 100%. this. So I, I, part of my job was to let my superiors know, like, yo, pull this episode and play another episode in this week because this isn't the right time to do that. Exactly. And everyone said, You did the right job. Thank you for bringing this to attention because maybe no it wouldn't you know no one would have batted a knife but maybe someone was watching and went why are you airing this it's tonight also like escapism isn't yeah. it and sometimes it's
0: like yeah like when it's just all over the news and it's all you're consuming and it's like okay i just want my my two hours of wrestling to step away from this yeah it it's tight ty- and i i know so a lot of people arguing it uh it should never it should never be done full stop. And like, I completely respect that. I do admire MJF's kind of stance where he wants wrestling to get to a place where you can tell those stories. And I want it to, too. Like I'm, I'm a wrestling fan because I'm, I've got a theater background. I see it as theater and theater has been for, for hundreds and hundreds of years, ways to tell political stories, ways to bring awareness to things. And but we've seen from so much like dog shit, yeah, where it's it is lowbrow and it is looked down upon, and it. I think it will take years to be able to effectively tell that. And it was
1: just a tough 100%. week to do this this time around. So I think everyone could agree on that.
0: Um, well, then we had uh, a main event for the TNT Championship: Christian Cage defending against Brian Danielson. In, I, I loved this match. I thought this was fantastic. Yeah.
1: A rematch from. ROH.
0: ROH. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, five. Something around that. This was great. Christian Cage is in this great revitalization of his career with not only promo work, but again, some great wrestling. Definitely proving again, like through different generations and eras in different companies like, Hey, actually, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. And honestly, I, I think this is one of his best AEW matches. It was just so good. Danielson obviously don't miss, but they even did some of the callbacks to their old match that I remember, like the unprettier counters and stuff. Uh, pretty pretty good. I, I, I was watching this today and, and catching up, and I, I got into this. And bro, this guy's still wrestling in the turtleneck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think this was Christian's best match in, in AEW.
1: AW. Um, one of his best I matches. I think it was sure.
0: such a smart match as well. Like, this wasn't full of poison runners and Canadian destroyers. And there's certainly a place for that. And I enjoy that too. But I thought this was such a smart match with the, the story of Danielson's recently healed arm and just focusing on that, just simple things like missing the diving headbutt, and now his arms fucked and you can work submission and you really like we were there at that match where he snapped his arm. We know it's a very real thing. The backdrop on the, on the apron and stuff like that. And you, you watch it and it all seemed to be done very safely but was so effective and I thought they had some great near falls and things and just you could see these I mean everyone always says like oh Christian, such a a great mind a great wrestling mind and Danielson obviously too and I think Christian has been he hasn't had a whole load of matches in his time in AEW like, no, it's not like he's a, a weekly performer. But he I has
1: been lately, recently. True, he's, yeah. he's
0: amped it up more recently, and I think he completely proved that he can absolutely still go. Danielson too. I I this was one of my favorite matches of the week. I I thought this was really strong stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I really loved it. Again, again, Danielson can fight anyone, and it'd be an amazing match. But Christian also can bring out really good stuff in some people. Back in WWE, I mentioned earlier, with the Randy feud back in WWE years ago. Like it made me go, "Hey, man!" Like Christian's good like mm. he, he he looks like just some bloke sometimes but in aw he's some bloke with a turtleneck and uh wh- who was it on commentary referencing the turtleneck like christian's done to turtlenecks what dr dre did for headphones i was yeah. like bro <laughs> i was like get out of here nigel is hilarious he as is. a heel commentator especially against brian in every match he's JR
0: was like, what's with you today? Yeah. And he, he basically said, oh, I had a few drinks before coming out. <laughs> <laughs> what did he... Uh, he called it the Satan sauce or something like that. I'm like, are you, are you talking about whiskey? What <laughs> <Like, laughs>
1: you mean you're drinking? I feel like I'm losing interest in Kevin Kelly on commentary. I right?
0: think they're losing interest in Kevin yeah, Kelly. Yeah, he
1: doesn't... Say, something's like off. Like, did something happen with this guy? This week was weird because they had Shivani essentially leading yeah. the
0: commentary. And then they brought JR in for the... The main really weird, so like I think the weeks he was there for the G1, I thought Rickabani was doing such a great way job. better. Yeah, um, we've seen with the commentary, like you know, when they were phasing out JR and things like that. I wonder if it isn't if it just isn't really working. I would with switch him,
1: I would put Rickabani in there, i sure he's fantastic, but uh, yeah, I loved Christian versus Danielson, and you could go easily go back mm-hmm. to this match again, but uh, Christian winning eventually his boys coming out even though they were banned from ringside you know that was what was going to happen to help him win this but uh i imagine christian edge is the full gear match Mm -hmm. for the tnt title and maybe edge wins it yep Uh, i think like i actually thought promotion for collision was pretty good
0: this week because like this is like it's difficult for both of us to watch. We both work Saturday nights. It's difficult
1: for us to watch because we live in Canada. No, we have to a VPN.
0: Sorry, you can't have it both ways. You say I don't have cable. I watch TV other ways. You can't.
1: Why I can't watch it? Like I, it's so much harder for me to to find these shows when they don't even stream. Like people don't watch it and don't care about it. Like yeah, yeah. It, it is treated not the same. I find. But I I thought they did a good job promoting it this week because when they announced
0: this match, I was like, okay, that's something I definitely want to see. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to skip to the main and then go back and watch it. And then I just started the show and, okay, Edge is coming out. Let me watch this first segment. And then it kind of kept me that way. So I thought they did a good job. And I think if they... Collision's kind of been known now for, we do a 30-minute main event, you know? And I think using it as maybe a big main event weekly and having dynamite more your story building is maybe a a good idea to kind of force people hey you like this product you got to watch on saturday
1: yeah but i think it would help advertising like 2 weeks in advance like hey uh, Tulsa sure. in two weeks. When we come to Collision in two weeks, it's going to be this match for the TNT title. And
0: they used to do that. Yeah. Like I know NXT actually does that a lot, where
1: they promote two. They weeks promote
0: week. two weeks ahead each time. So then next week it's next week we're doing this, and then the week. It's after.
1: also like we're wrestling fans. We like to talk or listen to podcasts or look online and like hype up something for a little while gets more interest in it. I think that's been an issue with AEW. Like finally they learned that for pay-per-views announcing matches way in advance cuz sometimes they don't mm. do that where like, yeah, sorry, like someone who's like, oh I only have $50 in my bank account. Do do I can I afford to pay to go see this? Is this going to be worth it?" But I'm paying to see the bear guy who does <laughs> right like it's like it's like you, you you're would, not watching to see the bad guy but like you know like so like if you were to be like yo christian and danielson are gonna fight in two weeks when we come to your town tickets are still available yeah, you can you You'd can be can like plan oh around shit it, like you know yeah exactly so like it's
0: oh well i'd like to go but i already made plans for saturday you know or like, like when it, you
1: go ah oh, it's on saturday but i like to go out with my friends on saturday or and then you go guys wait hold on i gotta watch this like there, there's yeah. ways to promote it a bit differently i think they could learn from that but I, I i do think they've been delivering with some good wrestling because the main event was really good and definitely worth checking out but i i love uh christian coming out with the security guards at the beginning but where's tomco we need the problem solver i know luchasaurus tomco yeah oh man i hope so i don't know tyson tomco uh
0: yeah he's 47
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> cool oh shit all right yeah he's 47 uh, I need yeah the new Christian coalition in AEW uh, Christian lucha Christian a dinosaur a kid the kid's mom <laughs> and Tyson Tomko get AJ Styles in there. Do you- I, I don't think this company needs to add any more wrestlers <laughs> at this point.
0: I know you've I know you like Tomko. We need to. No, he's he's not great, <laughs> but
1: uh, I think we need uh, one more person to join Christian's thing. It's going to be the mom, right? I guess, she's not going to wrestle women's division. <laughs> That should be good enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, we had uh, GYV are free.
1: Hey, pour one out. They're taking
0: over the states.
1: They're taking over the states. Yeah. Stateside. Yeah. So GYV are gone from WWE. The schism, the roots of the trees have burned. Rotted away. Oh, man. Did you watch their little promo video? I did. did, Yeah.
0: I, I really liked it. This wasn't. Uh, You know Breaking out of prison No Like we've seen so many times Like the close up of their Like Like Trousers With their Shoes no socks yeah. We know is a big look For the British lads yeah. And then Them saying No it's gonna be one take I don't give a shit That it's raining I don't need <laughs> Big production here I don't need silly Contact lenses Uh, And then t- Just doing all their own Shtick and being like Oh it's so good to uh Feel this again Say this again Yeah Thought James Drake Who's always been like the quiet one just mouthing along with Gibson. I thought he sounded great here. Yeah, um it made me excited for these two. uh I got like
1: real true passion coming out of them in this in this video, and
0: yeah, just yeah, i to see what they can do.
1: Yeah, I mean, what have we been saying about these guys for months, years now? Like, hey, they're good, and clearly they just want to fucking wrestle, and they're not doing that in WWE. Instead, they're babysitting the Rock's kid with the spooky gimmick. It's yeah. like, what the fuck is that? Like, why? So to see them finally like break out and take a chance on themselves and be creative and I'm sure they'll make good money whether it's you know PWT or indie dates and stuff like they're going to be more than okay and they're going to be a lot happier doing what they doing this and not being forced clearly they weren't happy and you could see that on TV you could see that on in their social media and power to them they
0: they were like they weren't phoning it in either. In NXT, they were having a like, good match yeah, with a yeah. chip on their shoulder and stuff, but
1: there's so many. So, they, they've announced that, yeah, they, they've taken a lot of dates and they will be uh, in North America based, so that clearly they, they've worked out with their, their visas or whatever the yeah. thing is. So, I expect them to be popping up on, on some shows that we watch probably really soon, whether it's AEW. Obviously, I'd say instantly the big match for them would be FTR yeah uh down the line Ozzy Open I know that Mark Davis is out with injury but they're like they could go to Impact and become the guys Tag there. Leagues
0: in a month tag in league Japan, they could do like, like,
1: like that honestly that would be the big move for them and I would wish that they could go over there but yeah like I I want these guys to to make waves and have people go oh wait they were in WWE wait what they were they were they were this they good. feel kind of like you know when FTR left WWE yeah just, obviously like,
0: we want to see them with the cuffs off yeah
1: obviously they they weren't at that like that level no. of ftr but still like but to be honest what did f uh, like ftr
0: held the championships on the main roster but i can't recall a single i know they feuded with the usos i can't tell you whether the match was good or not whereas you think revival's mystique was all oh, those american alpha matches all oh, those diy matches yeah. right and i think that's same with gyv it's like their stuff like was oh they had some really good matches in nxt uk and on the indies and stuff so uh i i'm excited for these guys
1: i just want to see them wrestle and that's clearly something they want to do and as weird as it is wrestling is somewhat of an art form and these guys are artists so i want to see them fucking paint and i think they're going to be fantastic and uh i i know it's it's early but i i think having a chat with them would be good because i have a feeling they have some fun stories about their time at nxt so mm-hmm. i i am definitely gonna have to try to uh make a, an interview or something because i i we've been we've been tooting their horn for a long time yeah. um and i i think they deserve some respect soon to be recognized soon so definitely people will be watching anything those guys pop up and because i i, w- I just want to see them wrestle and i think they're pretty good so ha- happy for them uh last night was Royal
0: Quest 3 New Japan pre- and Revpro presenting in uh in the UK at the Copper Box. Uh I managed to catch a couple of the matches on this show.
1: Yeah, uh this sounded great. I, I only had time to check out two of the matches from just before recording this show. So I checked out Ishii versus Shingo mm-hmm. and Osprey versus ZSJ and yeah, both matches were Banging like oh, yeah. obviously, anytime Shingo and Ishi fight, it was good. And at first, I was like, "There's no way these guys are gonna go the level they usually go at." But I, I thought they they got into oh, yeah. that next level and they were slugging each other. And by the end of it, they were taking each other's heads off with lariats and pumping bombers and all that.
0: Yeah, their one from the G1 a few years ago is still, still like, the one best. of my favorite matches. But
1: This is the this is a, probably the best one since I, that one. I, I would agree. I yeah. thought
0: this was very strong between these two. Because they've um, wrestled... Ishii proving, just when you think he's like, is he starting to like wind down a bit, he'll have a match like this. Or the match we saw against Mox at yeah. uh, Dynamite or Collision earlier this year. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I thought this was really strong.
1: Yeah, these and two a real part- treat
0: for that UK crowd. It's like, you want to see a New Japan match, he's yeah. a New Japan match.
1: And they treat it with respect. They were oh, yeah. really into both characters. And I I think New Japan is as much as they're they're doing fine with like, you know, I'm sure viewers and, and stuff, but like they dropping the ball with Shingo being their their like white knight of he could have slotted in there. He's so over with with everyone, and I'm just so cold on Naito Sonata that I don't care about that. Like and, Shingo
0: is in Lij right? Like that That's would be a story I so would wanted so much more. Like yeah. Naito chasing yeah. Shingo. Exactly. Rather, I, I get Sonada's got more youth on his side. He's <sighs> he's got a chin, a handsome guy, but just doesn't do it he like sucks. that. Main event just sounds
1: sounds terrible. People.
0: Like, people in Japan are going to do I'm going to tell you right. Yeah,
1: you know what? They, they probably will be behind it, and the wrestling will be meh, but the story and the crowd will be into the story for sure. Because the story has the characters over, but it'll be overshadowed by whatever is announced for that for Wrestle Kingdom card. Because yeah. you know we're getting something great. Whether it's Danielson Okada 2.
0: I think Danielson Okada 2, Osprey, Omega 3.
1: So, who gives a fuck about Sonata on that card, yeah. to be honest? So, like, already that's sounding like an amazing. Card. If, the, if those two matches are the rumored ones mm. like oh my god i'm definitely staying up all night again i've looked at flights it's not affordable but <laughs> that is already goaded yeah. wrestling card there but yeah um and then the main zach sabre jr <sighs>
0: against osprey for the uk yeah i mean with these just, guys you've seen them so many times cooking up every time
1: every time and i think this was like another step in like they could wrestle every few years and be like hey look where we are now kind of thing yeah. they must be boys they have like totally. such smiles on their faces but Chemistry here between the two were, like, so crazy with the counters. The way Zack
0: just leaps what into some hell? of those arm bars yeah. and submissions. And oh, these ma- this match was amazing.
1: Well. I, 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 Honestly, Shingo Ishii was so good, but this match was I liked this better. I like this better. Yeah, I agree. It was just so good. Osprey is crazy. He's coming for that, like, I'm going to have the best amount of best matches ever. And he's just, every time he wrestles, it's something... So special. And Zack Sabre Jr. Like he's someone who's like, what do you do with this guy? He should be I, a huge really, bigger name. Yeah,
0: I really want to see him get his flowers one yeah, day. And yeah. Like having the match against Danielson was great. and uh, But yeah, like I'd, I'd love to see him have a, yeah. a run. It doesn't have to be a long run, but I mean, you said that about Ishii as well.
1: Just yeah. give it to him for a month. Ishii you know. should have been IWGP, at least give him a run, beat Sonata for it, and then have him transition to someone else. But like, yeah, uh, it's just Zack Sabre Jr., maybe he'll be the guy in New Japan, maybe not, but he's he's so good. And this match was awesome, so would definitely recommend checking out the, both of those from this Royal Quest. And it's it's it, is, it, is it Rev Pro, the, the guys we used to make fun of the cameraman? Mm. Yeah, they still, probably still have the same cameraman, don't they?
0: Oh, I thought this was way better. This looked way more New Japan presentation for me. A little bit. I didn't know that. Like compared to that, that last Osprey Zach match from Red Pro a few years that ago, that same? was horrendous. It like, made me seasick. I yeah. I can't say I noticed it on this.
1: I one. did. I did a little bit on this one. I'm not gonna lie. During the Shingo match, I was like, okay, hold on a second. I'm getting a little woozy here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but still, uh, just fantastic. So I might have to check out some of the other matches on that show. Hmm. But those two blew me away and the the british fans are getting just treated oh, so fans, nicely rec- recently yeah. Oh, yeah. i saw a lot of people with the all-in shirts at this event in nice. the crowd and like those those jerseys <laughs> you got now a country that were like
0: clamoring for more wrestling and then they're like fuck copperball i, I just went to just one. there Okay, I just booked a train and I, I gotta like, I go there yeah i can't go to this one
1: like, yeah uh, i'll tell you um what looks cool is that uh gcw ran uh what like japan this week oh yeah i need to check out i haven't checked it out yet but uh joey janela versus crazy monkey okay uh, which you know shit got is gonna get fucking nuts uh, in that what's uh, what's his face june kasai, Jun kasai yeah. yeah uh definitely gonna check that out
0: and uh then we mentioned it right at the top of the show but uh the iron claw uh dropped a trailer yeah uh, this week did you watch it i did yeah um looks great i think the timing of this coming out end of December, like this is certainly trying to be there for awards season.
1: Oh. Uh, Zach Efron
0: Award season. I
1: really like Zach Efron. I know. Tell, tell everyone how much you love High School Musical. <laughs> Look, I love High School Musical.
0: I, I did the show. I, I did the two shows. Um, I do love High School Musical, but I think
1: you ever want to see I Davey do- loses shit play? We're breaking free, falling.
0: I think, though, similar to kind of uh, Robert Pattinson, where just Pattinson has that Twilight stick. Yeah, yeah. and I think Efron's still, people still look at him like a 16-year-old. He's With a good actor. With lots of
1: muscles and a ball cut. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's a good actor, and I, I think he he looks great in this role, and I, I don't know, I, just the trailer, it looks like it's shot really well. It looks like it's going to be taking it seriously. Obviously, it's a very tragic story, but... I don't think this is something where you watch the trailer as a non wrestling fan and go at wrestling shit. I think yeah. you see it, and, Oh, this is a story about family, about these brothers, um, like a bit of a period piece as well. Like yeah. I uh I'm very excited for this and it's it's such a
1: like awful, horrible story. Oh, it's gonna family. be depressing it's as hell. It's gonna
0: be depressing as fuck.
1: But- yeah. I, I I like I saw for the past few months whenever the set photos came out with Zac Efron all the people who have no idea what this was was like yo Zac Efron's going through a midlife crisis what's going on with with Zac Efron he's looking crazy mm. he's wearing tank tops and bowl cut hair super tanned and jacked wearing Daisy Dukes like is Zac Efron okay and then people uh, wrestling fans were like uh yeah he's filming a movie where he's you well, know- also cuz i he um
0: Everyone thought, oh, has he had weird plastic surgery? But he didn't. He fall down the stairs or something. He, he shattered some, his Yeah, he jaws. had something. So like his face his, looks his different. His face yeah. is a little different now. It's kind of like, uh, you know, Mark Hamill in Empire Strikes Back kind of thing. The Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think he he looks great in this role. And
1: I mean, I, I tell you, you gotta watch the Bear because Jeremy Allen White also is. He, like if anyone's getting an oscar from this movie i think it would probably be him because he's like incredible mm-hmm. and uh, uh let alone like the way the, 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 some of the actors in this movie cuz the, there's other actors and i'm like oh man this mjf in, in it as well which i'm sure we, we didn't get a- I, ju- I couldn't catch him in the trailer i think like there it. was one glimpse i could be wrong but I, I didn't really see him but um this could this could be really good and, and it definitely has attention of non wrestling fans cuz like we said a24 has been on a roll and to do a wrestling movie is like definitely like bringing two different things we liked kind of together. So watching it, like the, there obviously I, I saw the, the tweet from what one of the, 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 the grandkids now of the Von Erics being like, Oh, it's not completely accurate. I'm like, well, I mean, you weren't there either, but <laughs> like, yeah. like the way some of the shots and also in the it's trailer, a movie, like yeah. you've got to
0: have some creative license with it.
1: Like the, the shots, of like the the famous venue that they would always do the things the, at like again just yeah. in the trailer I'm like whoa you managed to make it look like you've like captured the the era the time and then like just the littlest thing was whoever plays Freebird I was just going Oh ask, my god who's
0: playing Michael Oh, oh my Hughes? god
1: like give him I don't know who it is, but give them the Oscar just from that I one clip. <laughs> I was literally just I am going through the uh, Whoa, the casting. That dude I was like that has, that just that's just Michael Hayes. Brady w- Pierce. Yo, shout oh out. he's a he's a wrestler. Oh, Didn't interesting. We talked about this guy, have we not? Interesting.
0: Oh, he's in he was in heels.
1: Okay. Ah, wow. Brady Pierce. Yeah, I, he I, looked.
0: I recognize this guy. Yeah. I'm
1: super excited for this movie, and I've been loving.
0: He was in AEW like on Dark and things like that. I think okay. that's where we know him from.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, this movie looks good and uh I know people will be buzzing about it. But it's coming out around Christmas time. We'll definitely I'll definitely I, I if it's in theaters, I'll definitely go see it and we'll definitely be uh chatting about it and it'll make Look for a good Look if it's
0: doing any like special screenings or stuff like that, we would love to Yeah. to check it out. The
1: Iron Claw. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to have to maybe we'll uh closer to revisit the Dark Side episode because that might help us give us a you no know, refresher on the story.
0: Yeah, do a little best match ever. Von Erichs.
1: Von Erichs? Yeah. Yeah. could be good let us know is that something that you guys would be interested in? mm. maybe get someone on i can't say i've
0: watched like, yeah I maybe we story, need someone but it's
1: not like a period i i really go back to yeah
0: um and obviously everyone talks about the the free birds and the von ericks and stuff yeah. so i don't know how much is good quality to go back and watch but I, I think that would be uh maybe a good idea for december yeah um well that kind of brings us to an end is there anything else you kind of wanted to bring up today uh,
1: I think that's it. That trailer looks good. There's a lot of wrestling going on. Dynamite's back to being on Wednesday. We got Kenny Omega being called out by Kyle Fletcher. That should be good. One on one this really Wednesday. Good. It's weird. Like Kenny feels like he's like on this like half schedule thing. Like he's a he's a big gun on that show. Maybe mm. that's like promote him as your big star, and maybe people will start showing up again. Because I, I feel like that's a part of it is some of the booking. I sure you get, uh,
0: friends who don't know wrestling, but know you like wrestling who will send you memes and yeah. little videos. Someone sent, uh, our, our Spanish friend, James, Jimmy Madrid, Yeah, uh, sent me one the other day, which was if wrestling's real, then explain this. And
1: it's Kenny Omega facing the little girl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> of course.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that guy is
1: like, a big deal <laughs> like, yeah he's so good he he fights little girls sometimes
0: um the only other thing i kind of want to bring up is like looking like there's a bit of a relationship building between cml and AEW. uh I had Co on rampage on friday i haven't watched the match yet but um yeah. that's something <laughs> no i i'm kind of interested i it's i'm probably not watching
1: i'm it that's, it, beyond, right, that's but, you're not watching not, this don't lie to yourself <laughs> it is kind of
0: interesting like that that partnership is is starting
1: yeah so what forbidden door down in mexico we, you going yeah we going i've i need to do the trifecta of a triple mania but if you could book a double show mm. to go to down there that'd be pretty pretty sweet but yeah maybe cmll bringing in guys it's not a bad idea uh, i just don't know like when it comes to what stars you would kind of because what's the problem cmll and like other companies they got drama yeah <sighs> i, I there, there's
0: an issue with yeah, I I don't know. I can't keep up with all the yeah. all the dramas there.
1: But uh, if it if it brings some cool wrestling, yep, then then cool. But uh, as long as it's not the guy who moves in slow motion, who's that? That guy yeah. just move the, the guy the lucha star. Okay, it's the, it's gravity. Oh, is that okay? You know what I'm talking about? He's already in AEW. Yeah, is he? I, know. I can't keep up. <laughs> you is now. Right, yeah. Cody <laughs> says he's signed. Yeah. Right, Coda's like, oh yeah, I'm signed, non-exclusive so he can do other shit wow yeah good for him yeah
0: yeah uh, well we're now going to go on
1: fill up on some cheese we're going to go eat some cheese Wait, Why are, are we <laughs> we're eating cheese <laughs>
0: fill up on cheese All oh, right. yeah yeah <laughs> we're
1: going to go see Auntie Donna yeah. a comedy show uh, tonight so we're going to get ready for that but we, everything's a drum everything's a drum look up that on YouTube um, so we're going to go uh, do that we're going to be gone but we will be back Tuesday on the post-wrestling feed uh, if our internet allows us on Tuesday night probably not uh, we will be talking about some NXT, and uh, we'll be back next Sunday as well, chatting everything going on, including some Dynamite and some Collision. And, uh, yeah, so follow us, PoisonRana.ca, for links of everything we do. We mentioned our Patreon. Check out that. It's only 5 bucks, and you get access to so many podcasts on there, retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, pay-per-view reviews. It's all on there. Hours and hours of content for your drives, for your farming days, for your long hot yeah, showers. We've got
0: two farmers now that we know
1: of. We got an Aussie farmer, a Canadian farmer. Yeah, look at that. We have a whole. Any squad. other farmers
0: out there? Hit what, us up. You
1: know what other jobs do you do that you listen to us? I like. We had. We have lawyers who listen to us. We do. We got drivers. We got. Uh, I don't even know what other people. What Porn do you, stars. We do.
0: Sure. Like that'd sound cool,
1: that yeah, sounds cool. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah!
0: rappers are listening to us yeah. yeah we
1: got a lot of people so yeah. let us know where what your listening habits are and we appreciate you listening to us wherever you may be as well as our YouTubers in the room as well I see you Chris Price Jake KB Frank everyone in there uh, and anyone watching on the replay hit that subscribe like we said and uh, yeah just, just be happy be happy we hope you're enjoying spooky season other. October get a pumpkin spice in ya mm-hmm. if that's mm-hmm. your thing and if not I don't know drink water yeah Stay hydrated. Uh, I myself, Brayden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow me at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it, that's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And leap, my frog. Ahoy!